hand. It's a sexy side size. Look at my juicy thighs. It's a sexy side size. Come and slide inside. It's a sexy side size. Choke someone's daughter tonight. Ooh. It's a sexy side size. Choke my ass tonight. Woo, choke me just right. Can you pull my hair at the same time? Like, ah, ah, ah. He's a, it is something about getting choked, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's not even just choke. It's like just even the hand on the mm. Everybody can't choke you the same. Like, everybody, it's a technique, and everybody don't know how to do it. Yeah, everybody don't know how to they do it. They don't all feel good. That's mm -hmm. why I'm saying, even just the hand on the neck, you know, because some people don't know how to choke. You can fuck some, you can kill somebody. Fuck no, somebody. I want to be choked. I just want to be done right. Hey, y'all, it's your girl Kai My Love. Hey, you know who it is. You know what the fuck going on. Hyphy, holistic healer in this motherfucker. Hey, y'all, I really did miss y'all this time. It's been a I couple of like weeks. It's been forever since we didn't really tapped in. And we <laughs> like just had a moment, you know, you guys are just. You guys are my friends. I love you guys. And They're I just friends. appreciate everything you guys have done for us to get to this season three of The Sexy Side of Size. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to my beautiful and curvaceous co-host. Love you. Oh, you Thank like you. my curves, Venus? I love your Venus curves. Venus really want me to eat her pussy. I don't know why oh, she be playing. What? Damn. Oh. Ah, God damn. I love the way he just like Whoa. <laughs> I feel like oh, so you're going to have commentary. Right, you need to calm down with that shit. Kyrie hey, so wants to eat my coochie. I don't fuck with women. I, I, I can tell. I, I can tell. And she's trying to uh, she's she trying to transfer it to you to be like, yeah, she yeah, uh-huh, because that's what me. she really want to do. Yeah. Whatever. I, I just want to unlock all her little uh, gateways so you don't fuck with women yet. Um, oh, wow. So we, wow. We, we back with another uh, dope-ass edition of Sexy Side of Side Season 3, y'all. Season 3. What you know about that? What you know about that? What you know about that? What you know of? Y'all, I'm still hype up off of that Jeezy versus Gucci from last night. Yo, baby, when I tell you that shit was so good. I felt I felt like I was really in the room with them, and I was also kind of kind of scared for everybody you, in the room with them. So I mean, I knew they wasn't gonna do no dumb shit, but then at the same time, you really don't know. Jeezy put a hit on that man, sent yes. both his friends to go kill that nigga, and yes. then killed both his friends and got off for it, and then made this song talking about. You know, look, I was look, just like, look, look, look. See the, see the one thing one thing that people don't understand is is that all right and like when you go to therapy but but even about growth right about growth you have to allow somebody if if you are going through something with someone you have to allow them to speak and to vent a little bit right to get it out um in or, order to move forward right so you know I, I, I like the fact that Jeezy when uh when Jesus was talking about this and this, blah, 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 and Gucci was like, listen, I told you the only way I would come on here if you allow me to do my shit, mm -hmm. do my thing. And Jesus was like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like, come on, B, listen. Like, you put a hit on this dude, your homeboy got buried. Like, what you expect? Yeah. 
Come on, man. Like, 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 yo, that's listen. So for me, as a as a as a hip hop fan, um, like I'm pure hip hop. I used to break dance, draw graffiti, you know what I'm saying, DJ, like so I'm hip hop to the core. And for from coming from the South, right? Like I grew up, it was all New York, and everybody, everybody who was outside of New York was country. So even if you went Jersey or Philly, you were country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially down south, they were like, you country bama. That's what they would say. And they would say, ain't nothing come out from the south, but when the dirty south music started popping off, right? Like not like Uncle Luke, the booty shake music, that was our music. But when the when Outcast started doing the thug thizzle, right? And when Andre 3000 said the South got something to say, we ain't stopped since then. So for that moment for Jeezy and Gucci to be at that point where it was about some violence, people got killed after this thing, it's been some real shit. And for them to come together, that was a, that was the most, one of the, that was honestly for me, that's like the most incredible moment I've ever experienced in hip hop. Like I done been to the Fresh Fest, all them shits, but that moment, mm-hmm. I was, I, let me tell you, I was on that thing, I didn't care, I didn't give a fuck, they came on at 10 o'clock, I was mm-hmm. tuned in, Ready to party. I, I was getting crunk at the house. Ooh. Listen, but when they when they came on stage, that shit was incredible. I, but like for me, I'm not gonna pick a winner because I love them both. Like both of them, I love Jeezy and I love Gucci, right? Mm-hmm. But all I know, when them niggas did so icy, I was done. Listen. I was in the middle of a photography class. And so basically, like I was on a Zoom meeting and I was in my photography class at the same time. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you. That shit came on, and I said, <laughs> I was I was so in it. I was really excited because that is a moment nobody thought they would ever see. You ever. feel me? And for people from Oakland, you know what I'm saying? Like Zaytoven made that beat, um, and that's like a that's like a and bro that was singing on the hook is from out here. Like that that will. you feel yep. me? That whole. I was I was hoping Lil Will was gonna be there to, to uh to say my chain hangs down to my dick. I was waiting for that part. <laughs> I really wanted to hear that part. I want to. I want to hear him say, "I got so many rocks in my chain and watch." Yeah, I know I'm the shit. My chain hang down to my mm-hmm. Oh, you know they like it. I'm so hyped. So hyping. Yeah, that's my shit though, dog. I ain't gonna hold you. You know, I didn't even watch that. I know. Uh, you know. I'm like, like uh, I'm backlog. I need to, you, I, I'm behind like three or four of them. Tr- trust me. I, you may want to skip the mother three and just listen to, to tune in. It's on, you can go on YouTube and watch it, John. I'm trying to tell you that thing was epic. Oh, I'm gonna like, go watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Like, just, in, in, my, in my opinion, I don't, I don't know who. The only one that's going to top it is Jay-Z and Nas. And, and, and Jeezy called out Jigga. He did. Like, what's up? At the end. To me, the only, thing that would, the only thing that would top that level of greatness is Jay-Z and Nas. That's it. Nobody else. Nobody else. It's not going to happen. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to watch it. I'll tell you. Please uh, do. 
I mean, I've liked I've liked a bunch of them. Even um, Beanie Man and um, what's his name? Oh, no, 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 that was see that was once again Bounty Killer. That that, that was an epic moment. Like RZA and um, DJ Premier was ill. Gladys Knight that was and Patty Labelle. I didn't see that one. I didn't see Gladys and Patty. Oh, boy, B- Bounty Killer and Dambuju. Uh, once again, you had they were t- they didn't like each other, right? So. That was, was that was historic right there. So versus really got two incredible moments where it shut everybody down. Yeah. Um, okay, you want to do your uh what we have a <laughs> as y'all can see, we are into it already. Folks, hype, hype off the culture, hype off the music. Um and uh we have a guest tonight. Um this brother man. We're, we're furthering our exploration into Black kink and, and um, Black BDSM. And we have a, a, a Dom with us tonight. Tell the people who you are and what you do. Well, my name is King Hef, AKA Daddy Hef. I am the owner and creator of this incredible product called Pink Hefts, the Vagina Vitamin, also Black Hefts, the God Dick Vitamin, um, and the Hefts Lifestyle, which encompasses uh, my products, Pink and Black Hefts. It also enc- encompasses my merchandise line and the Central Art and Impact Play Seminar Series, which is a seminar that I created um, that I took that I taught at Exotica, and I teach. Um, single people, married people, people who've been in the lifestyle for a long time, people who are just getting into it, people are curious. I teach them sensual BDSM techniques that they can use, right? And I teach them one, I teach them how to do it from a loving space, right? With an open heart, right? I talk about, I teach them how to do heart space connection, which is very important. Mm. It's one of the most important things, like people who've been in a lifestyle, they like, I've never known about how to connect to the heart space mm. with my sub. Like, I teach that. And I teach this incredible technique called booty tenderloin activation. Woo! Right. You know we about to get into that because we got to talk about it. Now, before we get into it, honey baby boom, this podcast is for the 18 and older, the sexy and up. That's 18 plus right so if you're under 18 that means 17 and under fuck if you're 17 and a half get your ass up off this show go do something go get on tiktok and do something because it's not what we're here for but because i know very well that you guys ain't gonna listen to TV. y'all don't care y'all ain't worried y'all want to know what we're talking about so y'all soak up some game acknowledge the the wisdom that's in the room okay because this is a man that is going to tell y'all about you know being submissive and uh, <laughs> open, being touched, and all of these other things that these young dudes don't necessarily know how to do correctly. Oh, um, even the old, even the old dudes don't know how to do it. Yeah, I was gonna say so that. Say that. Let them know. Let them know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hopefully these babies ain't fucking with the older niggas at the moment. But that's besides the point. Um. <laughs> Go wash your fingers. You know she's gonna say it. You know I was about to say it. Wash them damn phalanges. Don't let nobody touch you on your inside parts. 
and men, you know, yours is technically an outside part, but it's an inside part. Don't let these people touch your stuff with dirty hands. That's not like, even your own dirty hands. Not even your own dirty hands. You mm-hmm. want to know why? Because you get BV like that. You get yeast like that. You get uh, trichomonas like that. You okay. get what else? You can get all type of things. COVID <laughs> like that. You need to wash your hands. Venus, where people be getting COVID coochies? <laughs> hey, so it's millions of people that died from it. Somebody got it in their coochie. I cannot with you. Okay, so uh, uh, let's get into it. Too soon? I don't know. Huh? Is that too soon? They say no. It's, no, it's I'm never too soon. To get it to uh, that sex- somebody can get in their coochie. But I'm saying they said you can get it from sexual uh, bodily fluids. They say, they say a lot of stuff. A lot. Well, um, that's it. <laughs> so you're essential, Dom. Yes. It's interesting. I had this uh, scene a couple of weeks ago with this central dom, and he was like, "I'm gonna speak goddess into you." I said, "What? I am here oh, for right. that. Speak some goddess into my ass." Um. So, how did you get into BDSM? Why BDSM? Why not? What was your journey? How did you get there? Um. It's just a natural progression of what I already do. Like I've been, I've always been a very sexual person. Mm-hmm. Um, really have been open to exploring things, open to learning. Like I never felt that. I always knew I could be better, so I always wanted to know a lot more. And you know, when you watch porn, it's just not to see a motherfucker fuck a chick the death out of me i mean it's like oh let me see that like oh that's what that means or let me see let me see how i can incorporate that in a different way into my life mm-hmm. um so that's what it's about and you know i remember when i was in germany i got a tent well, when i was in the army i got a chance to experience a little a little kink play back back when i was a young young 20 year old and um then i saw it on real sex mm-hmm. and um yeah and then the real sex yeah then i got i got I, then i got spanked at a party before and i was pretty good and then jess and jasmine spanked me one time and um i actually learned my hand spanking technique from jet set and jasmine is that right Shout out oh yes so you're a switch I can be. With the right one, right? With the right one. Correct. That's what's up. I think uh, you know, I went to, I went to an event a couple of weeks ago and the thing that I think that is uh really um I think like we talk about like um I think people talk about sexuality being fluid, but we don't always see the examples of it, right? Like, even mm-hmm. though people say it's fluid, we still see it very rigid and like in a dichotomy. And I think that that was the thing that stood out to me. But there were two things that really stood out to me. One, the fluidity of it, right? So like watching like a female dom, but also like, I mean, she was a switch. So she's in that, in that setting, like she strapped on, she was primarily a dom. Um, but that with certain guys in the space, she, like, she would allow them to spank her, right, and so to watch, and to watch, like, different sides of her get satisfied in those ways, 
uh, was interesting. And then I, I really, really appreciated um, the celebration of uh, like slutness, um, sluttiness. Like I really appreciated if this makes sense, like, so I'm a hot mess, right? But like, when a woman is a hot mess, it's not always something that is safe, right? Because even if guys like that, like a lot of times in like tradition, in like uh, regular settings, um, they'll make it about them. They'll take advantage of it. They'll make you pay for it. Like, you know what I mean? So I think women often, when that, when that freak flag f- flies, then situ- like circumstances will happen to make us go, oh, no, 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 let me pull it back in because it's not safe, right? But to be in a situation where the rules are there, everybody is safe, like everybody, it's all, con- you know, it's consensual and they're always checking for consent. And the men, there's a standard for how the men engage in the space that allowed the women to just be like as freaky and free and like, uh, that was really cool for me. Uh, so you learned your hand tech, your technique from just hitting Jasmine. Mm-hmm. You took a class with her? I took a course with her? No. Oh, hold on a second, hold on. Back. So you took a course with her? Nope, I did not. Just from her uh, doing demos on you? Yes. <laughs> and so um, one of my ex-associates, I was doing a show with him and I was, I was normally vending. And he was like, he was like, man, Hef, you need to, he said, you need to come from behind that table um, and learn how, you know, some of this Dom life. I was like, all right, fuck it, I will. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a quick study, so. And the beautiful thing about it is when I have friends in my life, like Jess and Jasmine, like King Noir, um, <clears throat> I have several Dom friends in my life already. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like I have facilitated, I, I was a facilitator of her film dom training one time, and so I was on there, and um, I, I learned a lot of things from that. And uh, actually, my first time actually spanking somebody was at this at this little showcase event that we were having, and I didn't even know the lady. Like, I didn't know the lady, and I just asked her, I was like, do I have your consent? I said, this is my first time. Do I have your consent to spank you? <clears throat> and she was like, yes, I'm down with it. And I spanked her in front of everyone, and people were like, are you sure that was your first time? I'm like, yeah, it was. Right? Yeah. So it, yes, it was. So, like, it's just a natural progression. Like, it. Like it's, to me, it's like energy work. You don't. It's not hard. Like, oh shit, okay. I, but I can, I can do this with my hands. Connect, connect with the with their energy, and do some energy work. Do some impact play and choking and talking shit in their ear. You know, talking nasty, dirty shit in their ear. Tell them, to, tell them to, to say affirmations and repeat things in order to make themselves better. Yeah, oh, I love I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm in there, like, I'm, like I'm, like I'm, like I'm, fu- I'm fully. When I say I'm fully with it, I'm fully with it. Like I'm fully with, like, taking women on a journey, right? Fully with taking them on a journey and letting them ride the pleasurable pain wave, right? 
trust in me. Like I can establish immediate trust like that. It's not a it's not a problem because I'm very I'm very clear within myself um, about my intentions, about how much I love myself, how much I care for myself, mm-hmm. and how much how much it is my desire to please others mm-hmm. um, and, and and transfer that to them and heal through them and allow them to whatever they whatever is fucking with them that they serving them serving their greatest good. Let's go. Let's get that out of there. Come on. Like, I need to know. I need to know. Tell me. Tell me one thing you want to release. Tell me one thing right now. Tell me one thing that you would like to just spend a rough time. Like what you've been worried about all day. Tell me. And they tell me, I'm like, all right, when you leave here, you're not going to be the same as when you came through the door. Mm, you're going to be way better. You ain't talk that good shit. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's explore something real quick. Right. Because so we had, um, for our, for our, uh, three-year anniversary episode, we had a man named, uh, BSD on Black Spank Daddy here in Houston. And, um, he had two of his subs and one of his slaves on. He's a sadist, right? He's a sadist, Mm -hmm. uh, Dom. And, you know, people had a lot of like listeners and we have a live audience and people had like some issues around like, um, the Dom piece and like having slaves and subs and um, feeling like it was very much like a pimp and these were broken women and like, you know, they, you know, they had, because I feel like we're always processing, um, we're always processing things through the lens of monogamy, through tradition, through uh, patriarchy, through um, what's that, like, this is a Protestant nation, right? So everything is coming through the lens of that being what is mm-hmm. right and normal. And so what is, what is your response to like, like when you hear, when I hear you saying uh, that you are trying to make, that you're, that you're willing to take women, you're here to w- take women on a journey and help them release and make them better and all those things. Like what would your response be to the person that's like um, the women that you would attract are broken or why would, why is that your job or, you know, whatever the critique would be. Um, <clears throat> well, first of all, I don't attract anybody that's broken because I'm not broken, right? Exactly. So I don't attract those type of women mm-hmm. at all. Um, they may admire me from afar, but I don't really attract them. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and because I get paid for what I do, people are like, that's like a pimp. Like, no, a pimp is a guy who has women on the corner, mm-hmm. right? That's no, I'm I'm not. I'm I'm a healer. Mm. Like I'm 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 healing through pledge and pain. Mm. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you pay the nail tech, you pay your you pay the masseuse, mm-hmm. you you're gonna pay me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. but there are different levels. Like um the brother in Houston spanked that I I met him before uh, in Charlotte. Um real real cool brother, but everybody everyone has their different modals, like some people, you know, I do have some some sadist some sadist parts of me that comes out, especially when I'm doing stuff like orgasm denial and mm-hmm. you know booty tenderloin activation, or I'm doing some you know I'm doing electro play that comes out. But you know, I know some I know some sadists out here that are real sadists. I'd be like, oh wow, like that's like I don't knock what you do. That's just not my thing. But mm-hmm. I like to watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they pick people. I mean, like, like, like what you were talking about, attracting. Yeah. Like, they also attract 
women or whoever yeah. that are masochists, like where they yes. get off on what. <laughs> yeah. That's not who I am. And, that's not what yeah, I like. And, 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 and because think about it this way, like this journey that someone decides to take within BDSM, they are looking. They're they are into it because they're looking to become better at something, right? They're looking to become better at, I'm an overthinker. Can you please, like, I'm thinking, I, I'm always in control all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I just want to surrender. I just want to let go. I mm -hmm. want to give you all the control mm -hmm. and trust that you that you can handle it. And like, I don't want to make no decisions for myself. Like, okay. And right? trust is a thing. So in that, in that opportunity, like that's an opportunity for me to work on my trust. Mm -hmm. For me to work on releasing, for me to yes. work on being present in the moment and out of my head, right. in my body. That's right. That's right. But how do you come across like a dom? You know what I mean? Like, how do you even, how do you even begin to put yourself in spaces where you meet people that are in, you know what I mean? This realm of BDSM. It seems like it's like you, you, you know. I, I, I think I think. It's, I think it's like, how do you meet a sub? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. Like, you don't until it. You're in that space, and I think it's it's all in how you, as as the submissive, mm -hmm. what you're comfortable with and what you're looking for. Um, you know, depending on what you're looking for. If you say, "I just want a dom," you better be very specific about what kind of dom you want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's a practice of in life, like. When we say we want these kind of relationships and we want to attract this kind of being into our life, we'd be like, I just want a good man. Okay, you'll get a good man, but that motherfucker may be fucked up in some other areas. You have to be very specific to the nth degree. I want A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, elemental P. You don't want A, B, C, F, Q, R. Because if you say, I just want A, B, C, and you get YWZ, you be like, oh my God. But mm -hmm. the universe be like, I, you said you want a good man. He good in these areas, but you want you want specific on everything else. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I have a lot of I have a lot of women who hit me in my DM. They're like, how can I find a dom? I'm like, I, that's really for me. I can't give nobody that advice. I don't really know. I don't know. I mean, like Fed Life or some shit, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea because I'm not I'm not on that side where I was attracting a dom, but um not that it's hard to find a dom, but you just have to keep searching to whatever you want because you may find that there's some things about a dom that you meet that you may be interested in, but the more questions you ask and about them and you inquire about, you know, what their goals are for you, you it, that that um that dynamic may not work with that particular person mm -hmm. you know uh going off of what you're saying right now one of the things that i find interesting and i i really appreciate uh you being on and bsd being on we're gonna have another dom on on sunday um and it's it i think it's so important that we have more people talking about especially black men because i meet a lot of guys who think who'll say that they're dominant and they think that they are but they're not they're really aggressive mm -hmm. and they expect me like I, i'm submissive but but not naturally like in my personality i'm not so for me to be submissive i have to be responding to dominance you know what i mean and it's not going to be fake dominance like it's not going to be this force thing like I know I can feel it 
somebody that's gonna make me go, oh, okay. <laughs> like to turn that on in me. But I think a lot of guys are out here. Um, just if I pull hair and if I smack ass or whatever it is, that makes me dominant. And that and, and I and there's, I think people are absent the understanding of skill that is mm-hmm. that uh, is attached to it. What do you think about that? I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. It's a lot of fake doms out here, a lot, um, and it's a lot of people who are. I want to call them like party subs, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> so it's like everybody's playing around, and like I tell people when I when I teach when I when I'm doing private training classes. Um, even when I'm doing my seminars or I'm, I'm on stage performing and I'm talking to people, I'm like, this is something that you can't play with, right? Because mm-hmm. you have the, you have this thin line, skating this thin line. On the left, it's like, but on the right is the back of a police car or the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Me, me personally, I just came to have, woohoo, I came to have fun. Yeah. I didn't, when it goes right, so like when it comes to choking, like people be like, oh, I want you to choke me till I black out. No, but that's why I tell people if if a sub tells you that they want you to choke them till they black out, if you're not comfortable with that as a dom, you have to let them know that. Be like, sorry, I'm not the one for you. Mm-hmm. You have to let them know that, right? Because just like submission is earned, so is dominance. Yeah. So as as a as a dom, you have your hard limits, the thing that you aren't into, right? And you have to let them know that up front. Like, listen, if like if you want someone that's gonna choke you to the pass out, nah, not me. Because I don't even want the possibilities that mm-hmm. I may end up in the back of a police car or you in the hospital. It's not mm-hmm. it's not it's not fun for me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Uh, it's so interesting. Like my, um, I started having sex at 15. And when I was in high school, my aunt was a nurse and she came home telling us that this, one of her patients wanted his wife to choke him and she wouldn't. And so he takes a, a belt in like a yeah. closet and he hangs himself while he jacks off. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he passed, I guess he, passed, he lost consciousness or whatever, um, but he was brain dead for a while, like too long. And so this man ended up being a vegetable um, because he lost too much oxygen. Um, and so when I was younger, I was like, oh, like the idea of choking was like, like that was a no, because that was my introduction to the concept of uh, what is erotic asphyxiation, right? That was my, <laughs> my intro at like 16, 17. I was like, oh, hell no, nobody's ever doing that to me. And I've had to like understand as I've gotten older what safety looks like and the, that they're like that they're it can be safe and pleasurable mm-hmm. uh, no doubt. uh what's your okay so you get paid to be a dom are you a dom in your um romantic relationships in your personal relationships um <clears throat> Yes and no, right? Um, we we my, with my primary, we 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 have a wonderful um, we have a wonderful dynamic. Um, so she 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 allows me to lead, right? Because she trusts me to lead her and the family, right? Mm-hmm. But 
you know, I, I still trust her to make decisions. She don't want me. I don't make all the damn decisions, right? Mm-hmm. It, all right, but, you know, but when we go out to dinner or stuff like that, I make all the decisions. So I, I mean, she'll tell me what she wants to eat, but I'll order and all that kind of stuff. So we have, we have a fun dynamic. Um, but, um, yeah, like with my baby kitty, um, who was my main submissive, um, yeah, it's, 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 we are 24 seven BDSM. 20. So you're poly. Oh. Hmm? So you're poly. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes, I'm polyamorous. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh when outside of um spankings and and tools, do you have a favorite position? What, what do you mean as far as sex? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> I have a few. I like missionaries. Missionaries real cool. Wow. I knew you were going to say that. I felt that. With all his yeah. sensual, I want to see into your eyes and your soul kind of shit. Yeah. Oh, that and I could whisper in your ear and I could choke you at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just missionaries is dope. Like people, like, people just want doggy style and riding. Like, I like missionaries sexy as fuck. You can go slow. You can speed it up. You can slow down. You can tease a little bit, right? Um, you know, if they allow you to while you ride missionary, you can spit in their mouth, right? If 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 they like that. You like that? Uh, do I like spitting in their mouths? Yes, I do. Yeah, I like it. He love that. Yeah, I mean, I'm also and I, and I like having my mouth spit in too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what kind of spit? Oh, not no, no. Just like a, you're not. I'm not gonna do it on camera, but kind of like, <laughs> kind of like a, kind of like a slime, slimy type. But not, not no loogie. No, <laughs> like no, no, I ain't, I ain't like. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not sexy. No, <laughs> it's not it's, sexy. It's just, that, it's just that little bit of that little bit of saliva that builds up in your mm-hmm. mouth and stuff makes your mouth. Yep. Yep. Is there something you want to try that you have never tried? Uh, having sex with a little woman. That is the second time I've heard that today. Like, uh, somebody was just talking about that. Huh? That's one of my fetishes. Little women. Yeah, but I'm real specific. She can't, she can't have that big ass dwarf head and shit. Or, Ah! or like, or, or like or like one one limb, one arm be showing the other, or one leg with a limp. No. Once, once again, once again, I'm very specific about what it is that I want, desire, and need in my life. I'm When's your specific. birthday? August 25th. I'm a Virgo. Oh, you're a Virgo. Ooh, I was like, I was feeling some mad little energy from you. So it's a little good. bit there. It lingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not too far off, but yeah. So you're a Virgo. Yep. Um... So you said you want to be with a little woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You have any other fetishes? Yep. What? What a couple of them. Fish nets. Fish nets. Mm-hmm. Garter belts. I meet guys that be like, um, and that they'll have fetishes like that, like women in leggings and stockings, and they want me to do that. I'm like, go buy me some. Cause I don't have that shit. 
If you want, I, if you buy it, I'll wear it for you. But I'm not just playing dress up for you. No. Well, yeah. But that, that's the one thing about it is I tell guys, I'm like, listen, if you if you really if you really want to see her on something, buy it for her, right? Mm-hmm. If you want to see her, fly her out to you. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. Like, stop playing around. Like, don't expect, don't, I'm not going to expect you to get the shit. It's, you know, if, if I want to see you in it, I'll buy it for you. And that's it, okay? If you want to see me, flew a bitch out. I'm trying to get flewed out. You so flewed out pussy. I know I do. I know you know I do. out pussy. broke. Yeah. I think you know it's interesting because what you what you're what you're saying what you're saying without actually naming it is like um it's kind of like the lost art of like chivalry right and I think that what men what men sometimes don't understand is like if you give this little bit you'll get like like the little bit you give me like what I what how I'll open up hugely for you right and it and, and it that little bit of investment, I, I feel like goes a long way. And I think um, it's it's not often appreciated. Um, do you like, oh, so we ain't didn't, we ain't done this in a minute, Venus. Too big or not too big? Do you like that big girls? You like big pussies? Big you like big girls, titties? Big vaginas, big titties. We know you like ass, so hey. Are you an yeah, ass okay. man? Yeah, but I don't like really big asses. It's not my thing. I don't, I don't. If I ask it's super huge, big, that doesn't do anything for me. I'm not, I'm, re- I'm not into big girls, um, big pussies. I like, I like big pussies a lot of times. They have a big pussy, and we, and and we're doing a paid session. I like if, if you give me your consent to dig my nails into your, into your, to your, um, to all that labia down there and squeeze it, right, just uh, hard to squeeze. Then yes. And, uh, mm-hmm. You said you said you wanna dig your nails mm-hmm. into my labia. Well, I'm I'm saying like like you know it's like you know it's like you know the skin right here. You wanna just put it up like this, like mm, not dig it to not dig way down there, but that like put you it together like that. Up of my coochie you talking about the inner of my coochie but that's if you have a big pussy like with extra extra you know like he's yeah or or, or if not i could work you know because you know when, when you when you reach down there you know it's you know you, you push the lips together it's like that right yes. it's like that so yes. you just put put it like that if, if you give me consent and then you know i just squeeze it a little bit and dig my nails in a little bit and i ask you if that's too much of this right you let me know. If you give me a safe word, then I'll tell you no problem. I'll stop. And then I'll ask you, if, is it okay if I continue? And you'll say, yes, daddy, help. Please continue. <laughs> yes, daddy, help. <laughs> You're a mess. But, um, but, big, titty, but big titties, no. Mm-mm. You like no. little titties? I like little titties. I like medium. Like I like medium. I do. I like petite women. I like tall women. I like medium-sized women, right? Like, I like. I have some some super stacked brick house Amazonian goddesses in my life, but then I have like my primary. She's only she's um, four feet six inches. That makes sense because your fetish is little women. 
Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but, but if, if, she, if she was like if she was like two to three inches shorter, she'd be a little woman. But she, but she, but she, when I just but she is she's 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 a super bad. You know what I'm saying? She's she you know nice ass, nice titties, balanced perfectly, right? My baby and my baby kitty has an incredible body, right? You know what I mean? So like I said, like I I only like I I tell I tell people this and. It sometimes it sounds cocky or whatever. Like I honestly attract the baddest motherfuckers that people normally fantasize about or have no idea they are intimidated to talk to. I just I'm just regular and that's what I attract. Like I attract some banging ass goddesses in my life that I'm banging in every sense of the word, inside and out. Most importantly, on the inside, banging. Why do you think that right? is? It's the but, beard. It's the beard and the bald head. That's well, what it is. No, I, mean, it, I think it's more it, than that. I mean, you're sexy. You're sexy, but I think it, it's more it, than that. I'm just fucking with him. I know. I, I know. No, it, it's but, that. It's that too. Look, you, let you, me find why, out, Kyrie. Why you, you want? You want? You want to? You want to? You want to rub my head and, and um, put your fingers through my beard? Yeah. I think she want to do more than that. I'm pretty sure she does. <laughs> she want to put a little Venus on your beard. Oh, yeah. oh my god! I mean, I have, and somebody did message me earlier say I need my super soaker. I was like, "Well, oh, you didn't bring it along with you, so don't hit me up while you out the way, out oh. of town, talking about." Because oh. you did say you had flowed out pussy, flued out pussy. I, that's what the fuck I do, guys. So don't hit me while you gone talking about I need my super soaker. No, nigga, you obviously didn't need it with you because. Now you're talking about you need. Did you forget it? I don't know. I don't know. But it doesn't belong to me. It's my super soaker. So I cannot. So why do you think that is? Why do you think you attract them? The bad. Why do I think? Mm -hmm. Oh, why? Why do I think I'm attractive? No. Why do you think you attract those women? Those kind of women. Oh, because because that's that's what I desire. Like I I put into the. I was very specific. So about ten years ago. I went through a point where I was tired of being who I was. Like I was tired of the lies. I was tired of attracting toxic relationships. Mm. I was tired. I was tired of selfish lovers. Mm. Um, I was. I was tired of having people see my greatness and tell me how great I am, but I don't see what they see. Mm. Right. I was tired of that. So I had to. I had to learn how to kill certain parts of me in order to become the better man that you currently see in this space right now. The man who is, who loves himself. I love myself unconditionally. I trust myself unconditionally. I had to learn how to trust myself, right? Stop questioning myself. Stop, stop speaking negatively about myself, right? I had to, I had to, I had to tap in, tune in and turn on and get in tune with um, ascendant, you know, about great masters like Reverend Ike, like um, like Abraham Hicks, you know what I'm saying, like Louise Hay, like all all these all these like all 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 these all these different people mm -hmm. who are who are really into law of attraction and really into tapping into the better you and reaching your higher self, right? So mm -hmm. that's that's what I'm about. So that's why I I only attract what I am. Right. So everyone, everyone who you attract, good, bad or indifferent, whether it's for a second or it's for 10 years, they're a direct reflection of something that's inside of you. Mm, right. Exactly. So that's that's what happens. So like how I see myself is what I get back. 
right? It's, it's so, it's like, it's like, it's like, people be like, why is it so easy for you? I'm like, because I do the work daily. Like, I ha- this, this is called daily work in order to maintain. You can't be like, I'm healed. No, nope. If you, if you want to be great, if you want to be a legend, you have to practice every day. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, any of these, any of these people, they practice every day. And they had games, but they had to practice every day to become better. They just like, I won four championships. I'm good. Right. Yeah. Now let me work but, on this. Yeah, like, yo, what, what so so it's about finding those things about I had to find those things about myself and Learn how to keep the shit that wasn't serving wasn't serving my greatest good. I had to look, I had to get that shit go in order to be able to attract the kind of relationships, attract attract the kind of friendships, attract the kind of business partnerships, money, um, and you know pleasures and that I desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard that. Uh, I'm so glad that you talked about that. So I was talking to my homeboy, and we were talking about. Um, I was saying, uh, when we were talking about the kind of women he attracts and uh, I was telling him, you you like, you attract these kind of women because you also really get off on the building of women up part, right? Um, mm-hmm. And there's something that's lost in a wash. And I was like, because um, he was like, well, I actually don't like brokenness, but but I'm like, but you, you, you have to because you attract it, like like it wouldn't be happening like those things go you know what I mean like like it you're not going to keep attracting things I attract assholes like there's the a I'm an asshole and there's something about me that likes the asshole right like mm-hmm. like it, it it's not going to happen unless it's connected um to me and I think when, when you were talking the thing that I heard is that oh you're not just doing affirmations so when you have her and you're speaking those affirmations in her ear it's not like you were just like, oh, let me speak these affirmations in your ear. That morning, you already did yours. Or like, these are things, this, this is a part of your own personal regimen that mm-hmm. then extends out. Mm-hmm. Yeah? That's right. Yeah. So, so because it's like, when, when I'm talking to you, I'm really talking to myself. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so when I'm like, say yes to success, and they say yes to success, I'm like, you're successful. They'd be like, I am successful. I'd like say I am successful because whatever you say after I am, you become right. Mm. So I am successful. I am magnificent. I am great. Like it's about speaking positively about yourself because we are we are conditioned to have negative self talk. Like oh, I suck. Oh, I'm the, I'm this. I'm that. Like so, if you keep saying you suck or you keep saying oh, I'm, I'm a bad mom or I'm a bad lady or whatever. That's what you're going. The universe is going to give you what you say you are. So switch that up a little bit. Let's 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 let's, let's get some positivity up in this bitch. That's that's come on. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I am great. Say say it louder, louder. So when when I'm speaking to them, I'm really speaking to myself. Because as I say the affirmation to them, they repeat it back. Right. So it's mm-hmm. an even it's an even exchange of. Of pouring goodness in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful circulation of it. Mm-hmm. And it and um, I will move on from this, but um, but like I just, I guess I just want to highlight for folks too because similar to how we were saying that like people think that they're doms and they're really mm-hmm. aggressive. Like I think yeah. people think that they like themselves or people think that they're confident and it's like mm-hmm. false confidence. Like yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. like confidence without the work yeah. behind it, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Um, yeah. what and, is it? And, 
And you, and you have to do this. You can't do this from a place of malice. So if you're having a fucked up day and it's a dom or whatever you say you are, you can't. I highly suggest that you don't do any kind of BDSM play because that's going to, in turn, you may injure or hurt someone, right? Mm -hmm. and, and only because you're coming from a place of malice and ill content with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and you know, you know, like I said, uh, you know, a lot of people like, oh, you know, a lot of women have, have had bad experiences with men in, who, in BDSM, right? Um, a lot have had horrible experience to the point where it has really traumatized them. Like you have to realize that anything that you do that can come up during a play scene or a play session that may, that you may trigger something and you as a dom, you have to be able to handle that appropriately, right? You can't freak out. You have to be calm. You have to be calm. They're not, they don't want you to freak out, right? They want you to be calm and steady you have to be the captain of the ship you got to drive the ship through the damn through the damn through the iceberg uh sea right you're not trying to be like the titanic you got to be able to drive it and direct it in a way so that they're comfortable and when they when they are ready when they're ready you can continue but at that moment if they start crying or whatever freaking out you have to be able to handle that in a way that's um that's comfortable for them yeah, it just furthers the idea that this is not a game. Like, mm -hmm. if people are in it, like, um, you know, it, it's like art. Like, you got to study your craft. Like, you're not just getting in a booth and spitting. Like, what, what, how are you honing your craft? Mm -hmm. um, because you're not just responsible for yourself, you're responsible for the other entity in the scene, right? Yes. Um, yes. And that's what, like, this big responsibility. So, mm -hmm. I appreciate you saying that. Um, so, our topic is, I want to know how do you communicate your desires to your sub or how would your sub communicate her desires to you? How does that, how does that exchange work? Um, well, I, I, I tell them to be vocal, like, cause I can't, I am not a mind reader, right. Or do I make any gross assumptions? So I'm like, tell me, tell me what your desires are. And you let me know. And I'm like, all right, your wish your wish and desires are my command, right? Let me mm. be the genie up in this bitch, right? Mm. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I'm like, let me be the genie. Um, and as far as my desires, I, I, I'm very vocal with that too, right? And those are the things that happens when we're negotiating things. Like, just because I may be desiring something at that time, they might not want it, right? Just because I'm desiring some anal sex or some anal play, at that moment, they may not want any. So... I have to be completely okay with that. Like, all right, cool. But what, you know, and that, that's about the negotiation part. So being a dom doesn't mean that everything is your way. Not with me. Mm -hmm. uh, but, I mean, I'm saying because the thing is, if, if it went my way, like, for example, I like using a paddle. But if Venus don't want to get paddled, that's a hard limit for her. Just because I want to do it. No, I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, I want to paddle you so bad. I want to paddle you so bad. But you like, no, daddy, hell, that's no, it's a hard limit for me. I'd be like, all right. All right, you ain't no fun, Venus. The fuck? Yeah, but, but no, yeah, but I'm saying, I'm like, I got, I got to respect that. Even I'd be like, uh, I'm like, well, what about this one? Mm -hmm. What about this one here? And then we'll come to a happy medium mm -hmm. so, so that, that you're happy and I'm happy. And I don't want to be the one. 
I don't want to be one of happy and they and they're they're upset. That's not good for me. I want I want I want Venus to be in a, a great place to know that that what her desires are matters, right? And if they're a priority to me. Yeah. I love it. Make me feel safe. <laughs> you make me just want to get flued out. Yes. <laughs> so silly. Um, get out here. <laughs> uh, so, all right, you you were talking about I, just because I desire anal play. So let's go into what you said that you have a technique thing <clears throat> that you do. Yes. What is that? <laughs> Your ass. Oh, a, <laughs> booty tendon activation. That's a that's a certain spot on on Say every booty tendon activation activation all yes. right now. all right so there, there's a certain spot on the on the on the on the bootay right mm-hmm. certain spot it's like it's, it's, it's two individual places that through multiple impacts you don't have to go hard you're not because it can hurt so do multiple light impacts like this repeatedly over and over again it can bring a woman to orgasm Right, it can just just by spanking, orgasm, and so how I discovered this technique was like you know because different parts of the ass has a different sound, a different feel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my old play partners, we were we were in I think we were in DC, and we were playing, and like I had been her over. And she was facing the mirror and she she had to keep looking at herself while I spanked her. And um and I was spanking her on that part of the ass. And she fucking squirted. I was like, oh. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my. I'm like, so this is it. So I just started just doing it even more. Um and I got the same results. I was like, oh shit, all right. So that's what so that's what I started teaching. When, when I started doing my my central art of impact play seminar and I started doing it at Exotica first, I would teach, I would teach different techniques, but hand spanking is really because a lot of people do not know how to properly hand spank, mm-hmm. right? Just like they don't know how to properly choke. So I teach them this method on booty tenderloin activation. Changes lives out here. You know, it's interesting because I, I have seen I have seen B, BSD uh, spank women into orgasms, and I was like, "What you say, Venus? I know you fucking lying." <laughs> right? Yeah. But yours doesn't sound because you're a sensual dom. Maybe my ass will be more uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, connected to your technique. I'm like, they like he's heavy handed. You're he is beating the shit out of you. And they come, and I'm like, wow. I just, I, that's, hmm. I don't know if my body's wired like that. I need, I need somebody to explore my ass, some, I guess. All right. I need to know, okay? Because, look, first of all, because I like that shit, right? But there's been multiple times where I'm fucking a dude, and he don't know how to slap ass. We've talked about this multiple times on the show. And I got a big ass. I got one of them big sloppy asses you don't like. I got one of them. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> want <laughs> yeah. yeah. You feel me? Like, you it's like, 
you feel me like that open hand shit is horrible that extra it's just like you have to know what you're doing you feel me don't hit me on my back don't hit me on my side don't hit me on the top of my ass like you feel me like where where on the ass is is it here is it here what button <laughs> I need to know so I can point these niggas oh, look at his face <laughs> right there right, right, right there yep there there and then to the back a little bit move, move your hand to the back right there yep yes right here and right here okay now the other question is so how are you holding your hand shut up Kairishi how are you? <laughs> are, you are you? Are you just about to give her all your technique? Don't you get paid for this? Shut up, Kairishi. Shut nope. the fuck up. He nope. is helping me be a goddess. Kiss my ass. Nah, I'm saying like he get paid for this. He ain't just about to give you his technique. Man, no. see, you know what? He was giving me the technique, and you hated on me. No, I, I wasn't. Ain't nobody. I, no, I, I was. I'm on. I was going to give you a little preview, right? You, you know. Like on into, on iTunes when you got to preview the song before you buy it, they only before give you, you a little it. clip, right? <laughs> so, like, say 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 if this is your ass right here, this is your ass, right? You don't know, see the problem is Joker's B. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the that's. Oh, uh, it's too much. It's too much. Like they trying however, to take out the game. However, it's just about relax your hand, be firm, be firm. Yes. Be soft but firm. Mm-hmm. Like this, right? Little curvature. You, you got, you got to rub, you got to rub the ass. Oh, this ass is mine tonight, isn't it? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just talk to him. That's it. You know, this brings up something for me, and I, I don't know if this makes sense, but my thinking is actually, I, I know it makes sense, but whatever. Um, and I think I've been thinking about this in. Me- for a while, I think a lot of men don't really like women. Like speaking about cis heterosexual cis men, right? Like I think even though they're fucking women, a lot of them have women issues. Like don't really like women, and you get to see it in how they approach the sex. You get to see it in the way that they engage the female body, um, and it's not about. Like it's not from a place of, of honoring or adoration or love or any of that. It's it like you can see, the disdain that like, and I don't know that they I don't know that 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 they see that that's how it comes across. Does that make sense? Well, a lot of it has to deal with two things. Um, most men have not healed with their relationship with. Um, their relationship with their mothers, right? Even though they have a great relationship with their mothers, mm-hmm. um, your mother may may not have been fully present for mm-hmm. you when you wanted them to be as a child, mm-hmm. right? And so you felt abandoned, mm-hmm. right? This happened. That's mm-hmm. all of us at some point in time have felt abandoned by someone we love, we truly mm-hmm. love in our life. And men, we haven't dealt with that stuff. So a lot of us are still running around here in that three four five six seven eight little eight year old little boy that wants mommy to 
to accept them and love them and look mommy look 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 at me look at me and mommy's like nigga I gotta work I got shit to do and you sitting there crying and pouting and mommy like toughen up bitch you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying or we haven't healed from that first heartbreak that we had whether mm-hmm. it was in nursery school mm-hmm. kindergarten first grade second grade third grade middle school that little girl who we were like oh my gosh she's the finest i love her and you like hey and she just shut your ass down and they fucking mm-hmm. shattered you mm-hmm. so we are we are constantly because we don't know we don't talk about things or know how to heal through those two traumatic issues in our life in our lives um we don't the only thing we can do is just be like we're gonna compensate it with just over over masculine shit which we don't because nobody teaches us how to be a man mm-hmm. that's not something that's not something that you learn how to do like you ain't madly gonna take a course like it's gonna appear in thin air i'm a man now i know how to be a man nah you mm-hmm. gotta keep working on that shit right and and understand it's okay to be vulnerable sometimes it's okay to cry because we men we're taught to not cry stop being a punk mm-hmm. right if you cry you're a punk Mm-hmm. Right, don't show your emotions because you get hurt. Well, you done already got hurt from your mom and, and that little girl, so you don't, you ain't you ain't dealt with that. So it's just a it's just an issue. Um, you know, I was talking to my primary about this because I don't know if you all know. I don't know what the name of this group is, but it's a group of guys, and especially black men, who see women who 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 have children out of wedlock or divorced mothers. And they see them as less than, right? Mm-hmm. So they treat them as less than. And so they praise other races of women, but really look down on black women. Mm-hmm. And you you that's that's evident through what they look at in rap music, what you see, how the young boys, how they deal with the women, mm-hmm. they really talk down to black women. But yet when they when we're in trouble, the first motherfuckers who come to our rescue are back black women. Mm-hmm. And we want that. But at the end of the day, most of us really don't like black women. Black men really don't like black women. They really don't. Now, I'm not saying all, but a lot of black men mm-hmm. don't like black women. It's a big okay? self-hate issue. It's a big self-hate issue. They have, they have a problem with women. Yeah. Okay? I'm trying to tell you. like Now, when people see this, I'm pretty sure they're going to be in my DM, help. That's some bullshit lie. Listen. Just think about it before you hit my DM. Think about all your relationships that you have with women. Think how e- easy it is for you to call a black woman out of her name. Yeah. Tell her that she's ugly. Tell her, her that her hair is nappy, right? To tell her to go put on some makeup. Oh, oh you're getting fat. You know what I'm saying? You ain't you you ain't thick enough. Get your ass done. Like think of all the, the negative my, things that you are putting into women. Think about over your lifetime the, the things that you've said to women, mm-hmm. even recently right mm-hmm. think about it before you hit my dm think about those things think about it and even if you're not saying outwardly because i think a lot of it is like microaggressions right it's like uh how white mm-hmm. folks will um fuck over black people but it, it's not necessarily what they're saying it's a lot of it is the things that they're not saying or the mm-hmm. little things that they're doing that make the environment uncomfortable or whatever right and i think it's it's similar and I always think about like uh, in Silence of the Lambs, he says, "You, what do you covet? You covet the thing you see every day, right? And so to me, it is preposterous. Not that 
people can't like somebody of another race. Not that you can't fall in love with somebody of another race or whatever those things are, right? But it to me, it is preposterous that you don't see the thing that you that you saw every day growing up as the most beautiful, as the standard, right? And and I think that um, that people don't address their level of self hate in the ways you might be talking to her negatively, but you also just might be acting shady. You like, how are you showing up? How, like, what, what, what is the standard that you're setting for the engagement of her period? And not even just one women that you're having sex or romantic relationships with in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, so I really appreciate you saying that. Cause I think we, I think black men need to talk about that more once we get it, because I think that that's a level of, of healing that really needs to happen. Um, what do you think, Venus? I mean, I think that that was a beautiful, beautiful way of putting things. Um, I, right now, I'm kind of just soaking it up and in awe, you know, um, because those things, when it comes to, I, there are so many different things coming up in my brain around Black men not liking Black women and, like, even just the the jokes. You know what I'm saying? It's it's as simple as the jokes, right? Like, I immediately thought about one person, you know, like one particular person um, when you said, like, you hella ugly, right? Mm. I've that, right? And I got that from somebody who I had been intimate with and all this mm-hmm. other shit. So I was like, nigga, you calling me ugly? I mean, mm-hmm. but it was always, a, you know what I mean? But it's like, I hear you hella ugly, that, but that's also like a sting and a pain to my spirit, who I am and what I got going on. Um, so it's, it's, it's the simple things like that, that, you know, you have to start looking at, you know, as individuals, right. when it comes to your growing, when it comes to healing, when it comes to you communicating and, and sharing energy and space with other people. Because when you're sharing energy and space, Spelling, they say spelling is cast and spells, right? When you put out the universe, you're literally putting what you're saying and you're manifesting it in some type of way in some yep. area of somebody's life, including your own. So you got to be right. careful what you say. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> real quick, and I appreciate you saying that too, Venus. Uh, my homeboy, him and his, my friend and her, her man were talking and he was trying to understand uh why black women want like this fairy tale kind of thing with like non-black men, right? Or whatever. Well, he was he was trying to understand why black women started dating um so many like non-black men. And she was trying to explain to him like kind of the fairy tale and the way black women want to be treated and all this stuff, right? And he was saying, he said, but the thing is, um, and she's like, you know, oftentimes black men don't do treat treat us in that way. And he was like, yeah, but um like but that white boy didn't grow up eating ramen. <laughs> or something uh-huh. like that right like basically what he was getting at is like we we're we both are chasing something else instead of uh each other and it's primarily because we're not recognizing that we have been raised in this trauma right like in the in the trauma of white supremacy and the trauma of, of patriarchy and the trauma of of the fuckery and the uh leftover residue of slavery and, and, and our experience in this country. And we're, because we haven't worked on that trauma, like we're not sp- making space for each other's trauma 
and it's easier oftentimes to go to something else instead of to acknowledge the shit that I have to work on and have compassion and space for your shit too. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so we talked about the ass. We talked about your sub. How many, you only have, you have a primary and, and, um, and then you have a sub or you have more? Um, I have, I have a sub who's currently under consideration, another one. Um, but other than that, I don't like, I could probably handle more, but when it comes to BDSM, um, and my dealings, it's a little bit more, it's a little different than, it's a way different than a regular poly polyamorous type situation with meeting someone and connecting and dealing like that because you you are as a dom I'm, I'm I have a responsibility to the submissive mm-hmm. a big responsibility mm-hmm. and that's and that's that means that's very precious and it means a lot so you keep, I just can't be out here willy nilly like you my sub you my sub mm-hmm. how many subs you got daddy have oh I got about fifteen subs around the country you're like mm-hmm. well how do you deal with all that well you I talk to one like every once a month. No. Because <laughs> everyone has needs and you got to be able to handle that shit. Mm. But I'm honest with myself like yeah no. More than two you know it, it depends It depends on what the level of submission is right and mm. what that dynamic is. Cert- certain things I'm ready for. But having on a different level of a submissive, like someone a submissive who's fully in service, like someone who wants to, you know, who wants to make sure I'm straight all the time. Bet. Thank you for that. Right. Like, thank you for the gifts. Thank you for your time. Right. Like, what do you need from me? So these are, there's different levels of submission that every Dom should have even if it's a dom should have and should experience with it like you have different relationships with all different type of submissives in your life and some of them only there for this and some of them only there for that right mm-hmm. no i said that um i love that you're talking about the responsibility because i really feel like people as they're entering as they're as they're thinking about this lifestyle as they're thinking about um, taking on these roles, like they need to hold that there's responsibility that goes with it mm. as well. Um, big responsibility, big, big. It, it ain't no play play. It's once again, this ain't about no play play because <laughs> you can fuck you, you, mentally. You can mess somebody up for a long time mm-hmm. based off your based off your actions or or your inaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's real. Um, I think too, and um, what do you think about polyamory and communication? Like the role of polyamory and communication? Oh, yeah. Talk about it. How important yeah. is communication oh, communic- and polyamory? Very important. Communication, honestly, you got to be honest at all times. Like, yo, this I met someone. I think she's real cool. Like, I want to pursue her in this way. Or I want to pursue him in that way. And your partner has to be completely okay with that if y'all are in a polyamorous type situation. Polygamous is a little bit different because it's really more focused on the man and really the woman. Mm-hmm. The other the other women 
with the th- there's no thought of her actually dealing with any other kind of masculine energy other than you. Oh, but but polyamory is I I fucking rock with that shit. That shit is dope because it's it's really it's really honest. It's really upfront. Um, um, you know there aren't any pretty lies out here. Like, and it's about communication. Like, let's talk. Like, yo, let's fucking talk. Like, what's up? Let's have a and check. Your, your women have situations too. I mean, they, they they have their own relationships outside of me. Yeah, that's what I'm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, because you know, I, I noticed that people started using um them interchangeably, like <laughs> like they don't have meanings. Like people start using polyamory and um and polygamy and all of that, like th- like it's interchangeable, and all through this lens of like uh, uh hypermasculinity or patriarchy or whatever. Uh, you, you know, you know, you know. I I came I came up through the through the school of Juju Mama. Um, I don't know if you've all ever heard of Juju Mama. Mama. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Kenya and Rakim, um, they are my personal friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I they really ha- they, they were a part of me becoming the man that I am today. Um, and it's a it's a wild story how we connected, but we have we have a mutual person who connected us, which this person is helped me and I met them through him and a lot of the people that I've connected with I met through the progressive love movement that that uh of, of Juju Mama. So um I, I love them. I love them a lot. I I owe them I really I owe them much gratitude on my life. Because they 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 were part of the beings that helped save my life. I heard that. Um, we had Rakim on. I'll be trying to get, look, I'll be trying to put him up on game. Did we have, I was like, you talking about Rakim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's talking about Rakim. Yes. Look, yeah. I just want you to know that we connected, okay? I just want you to know we plugged in. We're plugged in. This is great, Kairishi. I just want you to know this excites me so <laughs> Yeah, we had, we had Rakim on, and then we, we had, had factors um, on here. Like, I mean, I already knew they were factors, but it's just it's nice to know that We've had factors that are connected to other factors that are connected to other factors that we didn't know that they were connected. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that you just spoke on how much you love them, you know what I mean? And the gratitude that you have for them. And I ain't know that you had no connection with them. I mean, I knew about, I found you through Jasmine, you feel me? But other than that, I just think that that's so beautiful. I just wanted to have a praise break for that because that's amazing. <laughs> I heard that. Even Jessica and Jasmine and uh, King Noir, we had them on. So I, I think that, um, but I always try to connect. This is my thing. I feel like dudes be needing to hear. So I'm the homegirl. So I'm always like the homegirl to, to men, um, and which is fine. And I think I'm going to give them information in the lens that I'm going to give it to them, right? But I think also there's a way that men need to hear from men. Like women mm-hmm. hear from women, and um, so I be trying to push these brothers to like Rakim and King Noir, and now I'ma push them to you, and it, it, they be so resistant. And I'm like, there's information like they have, like they've been where you are. There's something in your story and how you're saying like that that place where you were, where you need your life to be saved, where you needed to shift. Like they they have answers because they've had to tackle those things as men that I can't give you, like. 
I mean, I can tell you my, my own inside, but it's not the same. Like it's not, I'm not a man. Like I haven't had to deal with the same, the same challenges mm -hmm. or not in the same way. Right. Yeah. It'd just be a lot of resistance. Mm -hmm. So that said, how old are you? 50. So you're 50. So you're saying about 40. So a, a kind of like a, a light, a rite of passage moment for you. You started to say like, who am I? What is this? And do a personal assessment. Do I like how I am? Do I like how I feel? Do I like how I, the world is for me? And you took matters in your hands and started shifting. Mm -hmm. um, what is your advice to like some of the guys I'm, I talk to that are like, that are resisting or like the, the brother who's listening to this podcast who's like, I don't know. What is your advice to him um, who's not really in fulfilling relationships, who's not really attracting what he wants, who's struggling mm -hmm. in certain ways, even if on the surface he looks like he's cool? Well, here's the one thing about it. You, 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 have, to you have to make an assessment on how you relate with women, okay? Um, even in, but we're just speaking on personal relationships, right? You have to, you have to take an assessment on how you relate. And you have to look at all the common factors in all your relationships. The one common denominator in all your relationships that were cool in the beginning, but ultimately failed is you. Mm -hmm. You are the, it's you, not them. It ain't their fault. Mm -hmm. You have to stop blaming other people for your shit, mm -hmm. right? You have to take accountability of your shit, mm -hmm. right? Don't worry about what this person said. She did this. She ain't doing this. What are you doing, mm -hmm. right? We're, we're quick to put it on somebody else, mm -hmm. but we, we don't want to look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Like looking in, the, looking in the mirror is the hardest shit you could ever do. Look in yourself in the mirror and be like, I hate you. You got to die. Mm -hmm. You, in the mirror, mm -hmm. you got to die. Because you killing me. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's either me or you. And you've been running it too long. Mm -hmm. Like, you, you are, fuck, you are fucked up. Mm -hmm. You're a liar. Mm -hmm. Right? You're a manipulator. You're a user. Right? What? To hear people say that, and these are things that men have heard from women. Mm -hmm. We're a liar. We're a user. You, you, you just use me for that? Oh, girl, no. You're a manipulator. You aren't honest. You don't talk. I don't know what's wrong with you. So, take accountability for yourself, fellas. Right. Look at all your relationship, and if the common denom the common denominator in all these problems in your relationship, you keep attracting the things is you. You have to make the decision. Nothing will change. Nobody can change you. No woman, no other man. Your mama, your daddy, your aunties, them, your grand, your, the, the pastor. Nobody can change you except for you. You have to make the divine decision to change mm -hmm. right michael jackson said i'm looking at the man in the mirror i'm asking him to change his ways mm -hmm. come on if you want to make the world a better place just look in the 
Just look at yourself and make that change. Look at you. Stop bullshitting. If you want better in your life, if you want better relationships, better money, better sex, better love, right? Better all all around relationships. It starts with self. Mm-hmm. It starts with self. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. You can't. You stop. Stop looking outside for validation. Stop looking outside for praise. Stop looking outside for all other shit and start looking at you on the inside, that ugly part of you that you're scared to look at. You, you, the, the one thing that you're scared to confront is you. <laughs> listen, tell them that, listen, I, at this moment, I'm working on me. I ain't got time for you. Like, we can fuck. That's it. That's all I got time for. Maybe slinging some dick. But for relationship-wise, I can't do that. And really, I don't want to fuck. I'm good for a little. I'm just, uh, take a break. Be good for, just be good with working on self. Mm-hmm. Start doing that, right? Because I'm trying to tell you, if you want, if you wonder why all your relationships fail the same way, if you want better relationships, if you want, if you want to attract better, you have to write down. Kenya K. Stevens said the most incredible thing. Whatever you write down on paper makes paper. Right? Mm-hmm. Write it down. Be very specific about what it is you want in your life. Mm-hmm. The kind of money you want to attract, the kind of business you want to have, the kind of career you want to have, the kind of mates you, the kind of mates you want to have or mate. Write it down, be very specific to the nth degree. And at that point in time, be be intentional. Mm -hmm. When you talk to women, tell them your intentions. Mm -hmm. Stop fucking, stop goddamn leading them on. If you just want to fuck, they want to fuck too. But tell them, like, listen, we cool, you beautiful and shit, but I just want some of that. I just want some of that twat. I'm just letting you know that. Not I want some of that. Time. I want some of that. I want some of that twat in that hot, in that hot mouth. That's what I'm trying to get. <laughs> but what that does is it allows women to make a decision mm-hmm. to choose. Mm-hmm. If they choose, all right, I'm be, I'm cool with that. All right, but if we're engaging in that now, if either one of us starts feeling the kind of way, we need to have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Baby, you know I, I like this, but. I'm really starting to like you. And if you ain't with that, you'd be like, I'm not there. I'm sorry. I don't feel mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. And you gotta be okay with them not feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be don't get your ego involved. Oh, that's fucked up. You done led me on. Nope, I did not. I did not lead you on. You let yourself on. Right? Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I gotta, oh, I gotta plug my phone up. Sorry I about that. Clear the whole time. Um, yeah, no, I I I I think you're absolutely right. Um and I think, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I'm i extreme. So I know very quickly if somebody could be a yes or a no, like everybody, like there, there are certain things like it, it, um, it don't take long for me to know, like it's, it's almost like an ingredient um, that I recognize. But some people, I think that like they play around with it, like they need a lot of time to figure out who the person is. And, and um, sometimes I think that that time can be, can, can seem sloppy. Right, can mm-hmm. seem confusing. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about real quick before we, we close um, is ego. So you 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 highlight you 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 mentioned it for a second just a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. but like 
real quick before I before you even go into that, like I, I guess I want to highlight too for folks, and it's and, and we're not saying that brothers are the ones who have the only ones who have to do work, right? Women have to do their own work. Women do a lot of things that are fucked up in relationships. We lie. I know a lot of women who uh, say they want one thing but be moving like they want something else, right? And they're not they're not upfront even for themselves, let alone with him about what they what their true intentions are. Um, and so we're not saying that, but I do think it's necessary for um, us to to give some pearls um, for for brothers right now, um, since we have you on. And I, when you're talking, I, I keep thinking about the 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 idea of the phoenix, and like the phoenix isn't um, the phoenix don't die and come back exactly the same, right? Like so when you when you just said like look in the mirror and say you got to die because you're killing me, like what parts of you have to die so that you can rise again as a phoenix? Um, but I just want you to just name a little bit about like the, the ego and the way, cause male ego be so fragile, uh. real fragile. And how do brothers deal with like their ego? Like how, what, yeah. How, what, what, what advice do you have with about that ego? Um, well, <laughs> here's, here's what you do. I suggest that you, um, that you plug into Rakim Sekou, right? Plug into Rakim Sekou, get his books, but plug into what he has going on in the uh, in progressive love movement, right? And they they have a course on killing the fucking ego, right? Because the ego is the detriment of all men. The detriment, mm-hmm. oh, it's bad. It's, mm-hmm. The ego is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's Harvard Bean, right? So you got to learn how to kill that bitch. Like, like, uh-uh, ego. Like, you got you to, and you got to be able to check yourself and be like, oh, shit, did I make you feel, damn, that's my ego talking. Like, you got to, got to be able to check that shit. Like, it's, it's, one, now that right there is one of the hardest parts to deal with and get rid of is the ego. Because, these days, you got a lot of pillow soft men out here, <laughs> and I'm saying that I'm not saying it for the that they are emasculine. I'm talking about pillow soft when it comes to their fucking feelings, mm-hmm. right? They can't handle when a woman, if you don't answer the phone, they want you how they want you. They don't want to show up when you're ready. They want to. They want you to show up when they're ready. And if you don't show up properly, then here comes the t- tip of tantrum, little boy. It's fucked up. This and this. Man, kill that shit, bro. That's, 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 you're losing. You're not winning. You're not making the pussy wet. Your goal is to keep the pussy wet, to make it want you. All that, uh, all that other shit, you dr- you drying that shit up like a, de- like a sponge, like a desert. It's over. Yes. Right? Just like that. Just like that. All right. If 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 I if I had two more hands, it'll be four thumbs down. That's what <laughs> that's what Rick James said. <laughs> I heard that. All right. So, tell us about your pink hefts. Oh man, pink hefts is the vagina vitamin. I created the formula for pink hefts back in 2010. Came out with it in 2012. 
And peak health allows women to finally be able to feel what sex is supposed to be like and feel like, right? It allows you to... Okay, so the most important thing it does for you all is it allows you to mentally relax so you can be fully present. Like, you know how you're there sometimes, Mm -hmm. but you ain't all the way there Mm -hmm. because some things may be going through your head. Like, oh my God, why is that fire alarm going off? That damn, it's the battery. You you getting it in, you be like, damn, that shit keep beeping. Fuck. Right? So it allows you to be fully present. Like, you are focused in on pleasure. Fully. You hear right. women talk about like uh, their laundry list or like their shopping yeah. list or yeah, all the all things that, yeah. that they got to do in their day and they're thinking yep. about that while they're getting fucked. Yep. Yep. Or they're worrying about how they look. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When when when, when pink hefts is in your system, you ain't thinking about none of that shit. You are tuned in. You fully yep. tuned in, tapped in and turned on, right? This is a so vitamin? Yeah, it is. It is. What else is it? <laughs> Kind of All right, so <laughs> it's the vagina vitamin. So, um, mm. you know, you'll notice that you'll be more sensitive to touch all over your whole body, not just your nipples, your neck, or your or your clit. It may they may blow on your pinky toe, and you may just you may just oh hold up, wait a minute, right? You'll notice. So you'll notice that your orgasms will be more intense. Or more frequent, you may experience different type of orgasms that you haven't even known you could experience or had in a long time. Um, you'll be tighter from the inside. So as we say down south, you will have that super snapper. You know what I'm saying? Snap back. From the inside, it'll be it'll be like it'll be like you massaging the dick on the inside, like yeah. So yes, it's a, um, without giving away your recipe, but mm-hmm. what supplements are in this pill? It's about eight different. It's about eight different herbs, and if you actually go on pinkhealth.com and you click, you um, you hit the drop down aisle, you'll get to see where it says ingredients. You can click on that, and you can see all the ingredients that are in the vagina vitamin. Is this something that you take every day, or I take it like when I'm gonna have sex? Oh, you could. Once again, it's a vitamin. You walking around just turn off. <laughs> well, I mean, but but the one thing about it is, it, it it helps it helps other things inside your system. Um, my baby Kitty, she's going to actually record a video and write a testimony on. She takes it during her her time of the month, right? And it helps her with her menstrual discomfort. Oh, you need that Venus. Because 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 one of the herbs in there is really great. Naturally, it's really great mm-hmm. for menstrual issues, mm-hmm. okay? Like cramps and things. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say the herb, but trust me on that, right? Now, the reason why I don't I don't put this on the website or I don't put this out there because, because it's a dietary supplement, you cannot make medical claims. I'm not making any medical claims, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, those are some of the things that, you know, it's good for, it's good for. So if you choose to take it every day, you can. Um, or some people they may take like more than one at, at a time. Like I don't know, something you right. You could take it at that moment, but you may feel the effects anywhere from three to seven days after you take it. 
Wow. Okay. How long does it take for it to kick in? What'd you say? How long does it take for it to kick in? It depends on your system. So it could be 10 minutes or it could be an hour. Or it could be two hours or you may feel a little bit. You may not feel nothing tonight, but in the morning you may be like, yo, what, what's up? So, you know, a lot of times, a lot of women, they be like, well, what about him? I'd be like, nah, what about you? It's your turn now. Like you've been worried about him too long. What about you? Let's worry about you right now. Fuck mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Like fuck him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time. It's, it's it's time to, sir. It's it's time to, for him to be like, oh boy, was with sunshine in uh Harlem night. Be like, get your mom on the phone. I ain't never coming home no more. Ever. You're like what the fuck? Never. You know what I mean? Ever. Oh, I'm gonna right. have to give me some of that. Yes, treat, treat, treat yourself. And I currently got a sale going on where you get 20, 20% off site rise. So treat yourself, you know, invest in your pleasure. You'll thank me later. You will. Oh, all you'll, right. Well, you, well I'm going to take it out and I will thank you. Uh, I know you will. <laughs> this has been so wonderful. We have to have you back on um, after 2020, after we get into the new year, 2021. Yes. Um, but it's been really dope having you on. I really appreciate the, the wisdom. Um, it's so necessary uh for for folks especially black men to be vulnerable and honest about their um their their challenges and their transformation Mm -hmm. so that we can help guide um other folks through it so i just really appreciate that tell the people how they can find you um hope you can find me on instagram i'm trying to find this thing charge my phone uh instagram uh at king hefs that's k-i-n-g-h-e-f-f-s or you can follow the Hefts lifestyle. Follow all my pages. The pink at Pink Hefts, at King Hefts. I'm sorry, at Black Hefts as well. Wow. And um, also on Twitter at Daddy at Daddy underscore Hef or Pink Hefts on Twitter, and the Daddy Hef OnlyFans page. So, like, like. Oh, I'm saying you you get to see my content, like. Yeah, so if you if you want to see, because a lot of people be like, oh my God, I just want to see. I used to post stuff on Instagram, but I'm not doing that no more. So now you can actually go, you can go on my OnlyFans. It's, it's free to subscribe now. And some of the videos on there, you got to pay for, but mm-hmm. it's worth it. Like, it's, it's I got this one video, it's like 17 minutes long, and it shows me taking a bottom and the emotion she experienced when I was hand spanking her, her ass and activating her booty tenderloin. You get to see her like go from here to crying, to being vulnerable, to orgasm, right? You get to see oh, it all. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so, so, you know, yeah. So my OnlyFans page, like while I'm here in Atlanta, um, I'm the featured Dom at this party tomorrow night, but I'm doing I'm doing some private sessions while I'm here and I'm filming some content while I'm here as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I want to highlight real quick as we will go out because you, you said bottom a few times. And um, yes. so my understanding is that Dom sub is about that power dynamic um, in an engaged relationship mm-hmm. and that in like a given moment scene or whatever, it's a top and a bottom, mm-hmm. right? That's correct. There, That's correct. No power yes. Outside of that yes. moment, outside of that, that, that sexual interaction or in that like, encounter, right. there's no mm-hmm. power relationship. No, no, no. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. I just want mm-hmm. I want I want to make sure that people know. Thank yeah, you so please much. Do. 
Oh, you're welcome. And um, also, if you want to, if you want to take, if you want to get a private, a private training class with your partner, if you want to learn how to choke properly, if you want to know how to hand spank, how to use floggers properly, I do do private, um, private classes. So if they want to know how to get a private class, a private training class on how to become better, is BDSM wise. Just send me a DM to the King Health page or the Pink or any of but most most of the King Health page. Send me a DM and I'll give you my rates and then we can see when we can book that for you. All right. I like that. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. Venus, how can the people find you? I mean, you know what the fuck going on. It's the hyphy holistic healer in this bitch. Okay. H Y P H Y H O L I S T I C H E A L E R on Instagram. Hyphy Hiller on Twitter. Bitch, I got a clubhouse now. Hyphy Hiller on Clubhouse. Okay. And I got a clubhouse. What the hell is Clubhouse? It's this really, it's like a beta testing thing. I don't really want to go into it right now. It seems like it's a secret society. That's an industry thing, right? It seems like it. It's exclusive. Like you got to be invite only. Yeah. That's that's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. I, I, I need to come out. I need to come out and get some of that, uh, that that Northern Cali weed, I, I love I love that Northern Cali bud. Ooh, that's a tough deal with that. I got some right here. I, be, I bet you do. Nice. I'm sorry. Let me cut it out. <laughs> He's like, oh, you got weed, and you want to be spanked? <laughs> what what arrangement can we make? <laughs> oh, the, oh, does she want to be spanked? Oh yeah, oh, I don't want to be spanked. Venus wants to be spanked. Oh yeah, she does. I, the, the, I see the way she put her booty up to the thing. You know? <laughs> he was like. <laughs> you see her weed? Oh, nice. What 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 strain is that, Venus? This is um Grants, Blue Rants. Nice. I, I got I got some of them see. And this this right and this one here, this is Jack Hera in this one. And then this one here is this is some lemon skunk right here. Oh, lemon skunk. Le- I smoked that before. That's pretty yes. good. Yes, lemon skunk is great. I'm really, I love sativa. So this is Jack Hare right here. After we get off, I'm definitely going to burn me some this time to woosah before I get choking and spanking tonight. Yeah, for your session. Mm-hmm. I like yes. it because it makes me yes. all tense. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to pour some wax and just get it off of my knife tonight. Oh, oh nice play too. I remember seeing that. You do the knife thinking. Yeah. Would you like to experience some knife play, Venus? I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> we had to talk about it. And and so, you know, I I do plan on coming down to Houston real soon. Well, Houston is Hit where I reach. I am I'm in Oakland. Yeah. So. I, I know you're in Oaktown. I get it. He know where you are. He was clear. Um, but hit me up. I'm out here. I'm, I'm all right. Right. Yeah, I'm out here. Maybe you can slap this big ass and I can change your mind about big ass. No, he said he don't like asses like mine, Venus. Well, that don't mean he don't like to slap them. I, I got a, I got a big old paddle for that thing, too. I want to see I want to see if somebody could really make me come from spanking me because I'm not a believer. That sounds like a gonna hit you anything. He, he it gonna does hit sound you. like a challenge, huh? Like Sandman Sand is here. Challenge. <laughs> He's gonna hit you literally and figuratively. Look at his mouth. I can. <laughs> this has been a great episode. <laughs> we gonna, How can we gonna end it. What? How can people find you? 
How can the people find you? Oh, look, look, they got me out here. Focus, girl. This man then got us both flustered. <laughs> Never. At least I'm about to have some sex. Woo! Oh, um, well, baby, oh, I know. I like, look, I got fucked so good the other day by a man with a motherfucking silk scarf on. It was so good. And I was. Oh, wow. Like, cool. Okay. Oh, wow. That scarf wow. didn't come off. Look, he had a scarf for himself and he had a scarf for me. Do you Ooh. understand? The appreciation, he said. I see your braids fresh and pulled out a scarf. I was like, you know. What? Oh, sir. All right, bro. He said his black woman fucking game is on point. Can we? Talk, yes. I, can we? Like, I ain't gonna hold you. And it was like I was, I was worshipped. I mean, I was alarmed because he didn't really want his dick sucked like that, and I wanted to suck some dick. Yeah, daddy has. He didn't want his dick sucked. It'd be me, goddamn. I'd be like, suck his motherfucking get <laughs> off, goddamn okay. But I also have to, like, for me, I've been trying to learn how to just relinquish yes. all these extra expectations that I have mm-hmm. when going into having sex. Just yes. know that I'm going to have a good time, right? Go, like, I'm going to enjoy myself. I want to yep. go in uninhibited. You feel me? Like, yeah, yes. I may go in with my mouth watering to suck some dick. However, that might not necessarily happen. And I have to be okay with that because just because I didn't suck no dick and didn't give no head didn't mean I didn't get none because I for sure got some. So, you know. (laughs) Got real. Got real real quick. What a wonderful conversation tonight. <laughs> uh, y'all can find me at Kai My Love, K H Y N Y L O V E, on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, this is the sexy side of size. You can find us. Yo, we are now on Audible, so you can get our our podcast on Audible. You can get us on iHeartRadio. You can get us on on all the platforms. All the platforms. We's out here. All right. Thank you so much, uh, King Hef. If you come to Houston and make me come by spanking me, then I just might have to start calling you daddy. <laughs> oh, she wants you to come to Texas. I'm getting a lot. I'm found, getting a lot of. I feel like I should get it first because I found you. But you know, mm-hmm. hey. That's what I mean, we, we had we had to talk about that. I, I got I got some. Uh, I, I got I got some flight benefits I need to use before the. For for the year end. Oh yeah. Before this year end. Well, do that. Yes. You do that. Twentieth over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Sexy side of sides. We are six out. weeks out.